Greetings everyone, I am Damon Lane and this is Logic Lane. everybody to another wonderful and super exciting episode of Logic Lane. I am back and in the seat again ready to kick off another good episode. Uh, real quick to start the show to let you know where I was in case for uh, there is a few of you that do not know, uh, haven't been listening perhaps. I was out uh, on suspected or not really suspected, more of a uh, cautionary status where the work I called in one day and they checked they wanted to check and make sure it wasn't COVID related but I had illness symptoms that they equated somehow to COVID so they wanted to take precautions they sent me to the HR guy the HR guy said yeah take seven well, it just happened to coincide those, some of those days with my days off, and I ended up with nine instead. So I did a, uh, a bonus episode with the wife, uh, which was pretty fun, uh, and uh, we had a good time doing that too. So, But anyway, uh, during that stay at home, I was staying at home, doing my thing, staying away from work. Yeah, we got a couple of things done around the house. We helped the wife do some work on the separating some of the plants that had gone over crazy during the winter time, that had started to spit off shoots all over the place. So we did that, did some grilling, you know, did a little hanging on the home front, no big deal. But yeah, it really didn't do a whole hell of a lot, just hung out with the fam. So there's that. Um, now, Wisconsin, though, you know, this is probably uh, something you've already heard about, but Wisconsin has, the Supreme Court there had decided to overturn the stay-at-home policy that Governor Tony Evers put in place or wanted to extend. I don't know what the whole story was there, but they cited that it was a definition of tyranny. So they overturned it. You cannot keep people at home this long. It's unconstitutional or whatever they wanted to say it was. It ended up, that's what they did. So they overturned it and freed the masses from their bonds. And now they are all in the bars. So so good thing for the bar owners. They're finally getting all their, their money out of their customers. And people are drinking again, eating and being merry. So yay, there's that. So a lot of other states still have to do their overturning and and I don't know if they're all gonna go the same way Wisconsin did, but they're gonna have to at some point open the doors and let the people out. People who are scared are still gonna stay home and that's fine, but the rest of us wanna just get back to daily lives. Like I said, right now this, this disease isn't any deadlier than anywhere else or any other disease that we've had that we've come in contact with. Sure, we might have slowed the spread down, 
but the numbers don't say that that's the case. May have flattened the curve if there was actually a curve. More or less, it was more of a, a hypothetical curve and an estimated curve. But anyway, excited. First day back at work, got back in the swing of things. Kind of a long, weird fog today. We're all required now to wear masks 100% of the time. Even though I have gone out of my way to explain how worthless these things are. They allow me to wear a balaclava. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically like a stretchy. It's like a sock with no end on it. You just pull your head through it and then pull it up over your nose and mouth. Now, I bought mine in black because it also goes with my hunting gear. See, logic thinking. It's wonderful because even this, even though this pandemic bullshit will stop and cease at some point and we won't be required to wear masks, I get a twofer out of the thing because I can still throw mine in the hunting gear and use it to keep my face warm in the event that I shave my large beard off in the winter and around hunting season. So... Although I will tell you, I've got a wicked case of bed beard by wearing this thing and smushing the beard all up. I look ridiculous right now, I will have to say that. I almost want to shoot a selfie. I'm not a selfie guy. Never really taken very many of them. Maybe when they first came out, I snapped one or two. And that's about it. But I might just have a hankering to do it just so that some people can see it and see what I... How horrible it looks <laughs> but anyway that's not the reason masks are bad but if you're in a in a healthcare profession fine do it wear them the ones that work the rest of us are pretty much wearing socks and cloth uh, wrapped across our faces ain't doing a lick of good to anybody except making others feel better that we may not be spreading it all you're doing is catering to the mass stupidity that's going around in this country. We don't need it. And wearing these is complete stupidity, but whatever. Imagine that stupidity in the workplace. How about those apples? Anyway, Congress is talking about another stimulus. Maybe coming around, maybe not. I don't know. It'd be nice, I guess, but... We're already digging ourselves into an unbelievably fucking gaping hole that we're going to have to dig ourselves out of. And I don't know how we're going to do it. Well, actually, check that. I know how we're going to do it. You and me, regular everyday worker, are going to be going to work, paying for our gas, paying for whatever we pick up and eat here and there. And we're going to be paying quadruple how much it costs currently. Because like I said before, Gas prices may have gone way the fuck down, but they're going to go way the hell up. Guarantee you. I would not be surprised to see $5 a gallon. Furthermore, groceries are going to go through the roof. Food. Uh, you look at these bars that are finally open and are happy they got people at their, at their place of business now. I bet you those beers went up a little bit too. So, that's something to be paying attention to the cost of everything is going to be soaring far above where it ever was um, another quick thing in the news Elon Musk is pissed off with California and the, 
the stringent rules strangling his Tesla business. So he's considering moving to Texas, which is largely run by Republicans. So he should be much better off anyway. He's a big business. Republicans pro-business. I mean, it's a no-brainer, right? How the hell is he not there to begin with? I don't know. But anyway, there's that. Um, I wanted to give you a little weird news today. I didn't really have a whole lot of history stuff. The last week I've been watching history and there isn't really great thing. Okay, fine. Today in history, Madeleine Albright was born. Fine. So she was the first female secretary of state. Great. Hooray for her, and that's super. I It might have been a historic date if to date was the date uh, she was named as the Secretary of State or her first day as Secretary of State. But her birthday? Who gives a shit? I don't. So, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that I've been dealing with. So, nothing that really anybody would give a damn about, so I just ignored it. And the wife thinks they're kind of dumb anyway, so... I don't know. She kind of thinks it'd be better if I read a fun fact. Maybe I'll make fun fact Friday a thing. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm kicking around a lot of ideas, a lot of options. There's We could go along different ways with this, but for now, we're just going to kind of keep on keeping on and trying to do a show every day and see what we come up with. And I'm still not hearing a whole hell of a lot of emails. So, if you want something different, hit me up. You got something you want to bitch about? Let's get it on the air. I won't mention your name if you're worried about that. I mean, I've been pretty good about that. Anyhow, I'm going to move on. Uh, one weird news. One, one, let's just say one weird thing in the news. You know what? Before I get to that, I'll save that for after the break. Before that, I'm going to jump into something a little bit different. And I'm going to talk to you real quick. Just real quick here. About a TV show I've been watching. Now, it's not really a TV show. It's a Netflix series. And there's four seasons to it. And it's called The Magicians. Now, I've watched a couple of other shows. Like The Order is pretty good. Lock and Key. Kind of giving you a little lowdown on some of the stuff that I've been watching. Some of this kind of superhuman. It's not really superhuman. It's just a really weird twist on things. You know, you've got the order, which was, I believe it was called the order. Anyway, it was, it was, uh, college campus kids that are learning to be magic users, cast spells and whatnot. And then there's this roving band of werewolves that are trying to stop them from controlling the world. Really weird little scenario going on, so it was kind of interesting. That was, I think, season one, maybe two? I think it was just one season. But on that same lines, Netflix gave me the idea, all right, well, since you like that one, why don't you try this one? So, all right, I tried this one. It was called The Magicians, and I was really hooked in the first three seasons. Season four has kind of slowed down and thrown a lot of weird twists at me. They're definitely interesting. I mean, it's it's like kind of a cross between Harry Potter, um, this Order TV show, because it started on a college campus. I mean, it kind of revolves around that in one of the major places early on. 
And then it's kind of, it kind of crosses with, oh God, probably Narnia, all the Narnia Chronicles. I would say somehow it crosses with that. An ancient land or a, a magical land that they go to and it's it's got some weird parallels, some really interesting little story twists. But it's adult. It's definitely not for children. There's some sex scenes. There's a lot of suggestive content. There's brief nudity here and there. But it's it's not for something that, that kids, I'm sure kids would be interested in, but it's not something that your parents should probably let their kids watch. Hey, unless you're a real progressive parent and like to do parenting 101 or, you know, learning movies 101 as you go through them, whatever. But anyway, it's a really interesting show. I've been watching the shit out of it. So there's that. I would highly recommend it. The first three seasons are great. Uh, The Order, also another one along those same lines, really good. Interesting. And not a lot of big name actors in, in either of these. So, but they're good. They're all good. They're good to watch. They're fun. They, they eat up time. I mean, now you want to know what I was doing on my freaking COVID leave? That's pretty much it. Watching a lot of Netflix, doing some video games. I play, you know, with my World of Warships guys, my clan, going out there, sinking other ships, having a good time doing that. Little World of Warcraft on the side. And, you know, I've been playing that since, uh, since it originally came out. I've been playing all the way back over 10 years now. And uh, since it just launched, I think, way back in the day, that's about when I played. And uh, I've been playing pretty much off and on ever since, you know, two, three-month break, six-month break, eight-month break. Kind of always find my way back to burn some more money on it. But it's fun for a little while, keeps me busy, something to do. So does Warships. And uh, you know what? I'm going to take a quick pause. I'll be right back. Alright, now that I'm back, I wanted to, you know, I was talking before before the break about video games and some of the stuff that I do. I wanted to make a little kind of a kind of something exciting. I got reached out to by Bogsy. Now Bogsy is a guy that plays World of Warships as well and does a video ba- a video game podcast about World of Warships and their clans. And he has actually reached out and invited me to come on his show. Uh, We got to work out details and see if we can make it work. But I just wanted to throw it out there that, you know, it's kind of neat that I was invited to that, you know, be on his show. So it's kind of a neat thing. Maybe down the road I can return the favor and uh, bring him in on my show and uh, talk about random everyday stuff. But anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, hey, kind of cool thing. I got invited to be on somebody else's podcast. So that's a new one on me. You know, I've been doing this podcast. I'm at, what, 20... I think this is the 28th episode. So minus the, what, two or three bonus episodes I've done now. And I will tell you, there is another... (laughs) I'm going to go on a sidetrack real quick. Um... There's a, 
there's something I, on that bonus episode my wife and I did. My daughter, the little diabolical angel, has been picking a fight with me the last couple of weeks. And the last, especially the last handful of days since the wife and I did the did the uh, cold cast. And my daughter feels I owe her the right to come on my podcast and to speak against me in her own defense of some of the things that I've called her out about, like diabolical. She doesn't like being called diabolical, although she smiles when she says she doesn't like it, so I'm not sure. I think deep down she does. But another little incident happened this morning that kind of flamed those flames just a little bit more today, fanned them a little bit more, making her ever more wanting to be on my show. And that was last night I was looking for a snack. I had eaten a chicken sandwich. Now this is a grilled chicken that I did on the grill a few days prior that I put on a bun, threw a little freaking uh, Swiss cheese on there, and God damn it, it tasted fucking amazing. You all should have been there. It was great, but COVID and six-foot rule and all that, so maybe next time. But it turned out great. It was tasty as hell. I had one last night. It was amazing. It was it was orgasmic on an epic scale, on a cosmic movement type of area. We'll just say that. It was great. Let, <laughs> Drive-through windows would be jealous of the shit that I was kicking off of that grill the other night. Anyway, enough of that. The point was I had a freaking little dinner late night. And then I felt like, damn it, I have, I've been good. I haven't had anything I shouldn't have in a while. God damn it. I know we got some cookies. Although I started to look for crackers, but didn't find them right away. I found some cookies in a bag already. And I was like, chuck a chip and they're soft, awesome. It looked like somebody had made them, baked them or something. So I'm like, you know what, God damn it. There's only five or six in there. What the fuck, I'm gonna munch on these things. So damn it, I took them out and started munching through watching my show last night. Little daughter gets up this morning and is packing my lunch and happens to open the cookie cupboard or the, the cupboard where we keep the snacks anyway. And she starts in right away. Who the hell ate my cookies? I was like, oh, that was me. Sorry, didn't know they were yours. Apparently she had traded, uh, I don't know, a a box of soup or noodles or something like that with our eldest daughter who lives just a few doors down for these cookies. And I had no idea. Now I would stipulate that the food in the house I paid for, and for you to be trading something that I purchased for something else that somebody else purchased, kind of gives it to me automatically by default anyway. But I didn't go there. I'm only going there on this show because it's safe here right now. She's not here. (laughs) So anyway, she reminded me this morning about the potato chip incident that happened some time ago. And that some time ago, it happened 
I got home, saw some chips, ate them. God damn it, I like to have a snack at night. It's terrible to do, but you know what? I keep weird hours. It's fine. I can have a snack at frickin' 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night. I don't go to bed till 3 a.m. anyway. 3.30, it's fine. So everybody can just chill on that and get off me. But the point I'm trying to make, I had some chips. Turns out they were hers. She has not let me live it down. Finally, after a while, I finally, I hadn't heard about it for a while. And then now I made the epic failure in eating her fucking cookies. And now, once again, the chips come up. You know what? Just like mom will never forget something that I did wrong in the past. It's going to come back and haunt me. It's just the way it happens. So, so there's that. It's a real thing. <laughs> but anyway, she's wanting to come on the show and argue and fight with me on the air. So I'm kicking it around. I think it might be fun. I'm sure she'd want to do it. She's been pushing to do it. So I don't see any problem with people. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people out there would want to hear my daughter kick my ass on the air. So it's something we're kicking around anyway. So let's just put that out there. Something to be looking forward to. Maybe listen to the current bonus episodes that are up. Look for any new ones that come up. Anyway, moving on. I wanted to give you some weird news. Like I said, there's not been some great shit in history last couple of weeks. So, you know what? Piss on history. Piss on the history, historic stuff. I want to get you some weird ass shit to start off my new week ready to go and back to work. So, that is going to be Weird News Article number one is out of Indonesia. (laughs) Apparently, during a funeral in Indonesia, uh, now I looked at this, this, uh, you know, I'll just tell you. It was a funeral in which it was a coffin, but it had a little window It's the weirdest thing. I'd never seen anything like it. It's not something you see in the United States. Maybe other countries do this, but we usually have closed caskets. Sometimes during visitation, it'll be an open so you can see the body. You can kind of make your peace with that person, even though he's not there. It's just what's left. And it's been prettied up by the coroner and the the, uh, undertaker and all these people. But this one was closed and it had a little viewing window in the roof of the casket so you could see the face and arms and stuff. Well, apparently the energy wasn't completely left. You know, they say energy can be pent up in the body and escape over quite a few hours. Now, you normally, as far as I understand, that only happens for the first maybe up to 24 hours after the person has passed that there's electric discharge. The story goes on to say that during the funeral, they saw the hand and fingers twitching and it sent everybody into a mass panic because they thought he was alive in the casket. So 
my question is, how fast after he dies do you put him in there in Indonesia? I mean, in our place, when somebody dies, it's usually three, four days, sometimes a week later, before we have the funeral. So, I don't, I don't, I don't quite understand how that could be a thing, but anyway, it happened, scared the living shit out of some old people. <laughs> so, so there's that. It's explainable, but it was weird. They thought they had a buried alive issue going on, and it was chaos for a while till they figured out no he's actually still dead it's just electricity folks they had never seen it but he must have been putting that casket pretty damn quick so i don't know if everything's on the up and up or if this was a gang warfare or what i don't know anyway just throwing it out something to think about something to kick around and consider it's a little weird You know, Weird News, article number two. Now, this was somewhere in the United States. I I forgot to check where about this was. But there's a bull, like a big male cow with horns, a bull named Ron, R-O-N. Apparently, Ron was nearly killed by an 11,000 volt transformer. Now you may think, well, well, how can that be? He's a cow. Well, here's the thing, he's a cow. Let me just give you a couple more issues and points in the story. (laughs) Ron the bull had an itchy butt, according to his owner, Harriet something, I forget. Uh, Lancaster, maybe? I forget. It doesn't matter. Anyway, he was itching his ass on a utility pole that happened to be right on the edge or on the very edge of his pasture or giant enclosure that he's in. He decided he was going to go up and itch his ass. You've seen cows do this shit. Seen horses do it. They'll walk against the, the fence line. Well, he decided, and I'm sure the fence is probably got the wire around it, the the hot wire, that'll zap him if he gets too close or touches it, you know, for his own safety, to keep him from wandering all over and causing a general nuisance to cars on the road and getting into accidents whatnot, or getting him killed. Anyway, he had an itch in his ass, decided to go up, and had learned to scratch on this telephone pole rather than something else. So as he was doing it, apparently he was extremely itchy and he itched and itched and itched and caused the pole to waggle back and forth so freaking much that the 11,000 volt transformer came crashing down and nearly hit him and killed him. But he was safe, completely safe and unharmed. However, Ron the Bull managed to knock out 700 homes and they were without power for quite a few hours until the power company managed to put a new transformer in its place. So, so there you go. Little weird news. People lost power. That's not really weird, but the cause of the loss of power, kind of an interesting story, I thought. There was another interesting story that 
I was going to bring you a while back. This happened like a year ago. It always pops up into my head. But the, the, it was it was something about when I talked about how titles of stories and headlines can be misleading. Well, this one said, Walrus, Mother Walrus Sinks Russian Naval Vessel. And you go, holy Christ, that's a fucking crazy story. And then you read up on it and find out it's one of those inflatable rafts that's happened to be owned by the Russian Naval Corps. It's not the Russian Navy, actually. And even if it is, it's it's a tiny little, it's not a vessel. It was a blow-up raft. And they got too close to a freaking a mother who had fresh young in the area. And she got nuts and chased them down and put one of her big giant fucking saber teeth through the thing. So you got to watch out. You always got to dig a little deeper. Got to look a little bit further into the story to see what they're passing. Same with politics. You know, headlines can only go so far. And depending on who you're getting your source from, it's going to be skewed one way or the other. So always be on the lookout for that. Um, When I get some more updates about um, that podcast, I'll let you know. I may even include the... The link to that show in the show notes for so everybody who's interested uh, wants to listen to me on there. Whenever that does come about, then yeah, I'll, I'll include all that too. Anyway, it's been great night getting back, having a good time. I'm going to go ahead and shut her down though uh, and uh, call it a night. It's been great getting back in the saddle. We'll talk to everybody uh, again tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. All music used in this podcast was provided by Joseph McDade. Find him at josephmcdade.com.